There's no stronger wind blowing than the one that blows tonight up the canyon from the desert. Hey, you don't know wrong from right. Don't give a damn about your convictions. Or what did you endorse? You run up your abstractions and I'll blow you from off course. You better run. Well, we're, you know, super small time. We're like a boutique. Uh, <laughs> podcast <laughs> boutique kayakers uh-huh. that's us yep and i was listening to what we wanted to do and i had gore kayak instructor cert uh and i'm guessing my other one was kayak camping but i didn't get that far do you remember what your goals were from um i haven't gone back and re-listened to it but if i remember correctly I think I said something to the effect of I wanted to redouble my efforts to continue to improve. And the way I was going to do that was to, um, you know, take those opportunities to, to run a rapid twice. If I could go up and walk it again. Yes. Things like that. You also wanted to go, uh, you wanted to go out of the Valley more often. Do you remember where Mm -hmm. you said you wanted to go? I might have talked about, uh, I forget when we did it, but I might have talked about wanting to go to um, the Escalante Creek. Yep, over you wanted to do the Escalante. Street. And I wanted to uh-huh. get up maybe to Cross Mountain again, potentially. I hadn't, I didn't hear Cross Mountain, but I was listening to it like by skipping through it. I just heard I the Pooter. Yep, yep. I wanted to get up to the Pooter. I don't remember you what I said. You wanted to get up to the that's... Pooter. Mm-hmm. And then so, I think you're, you might have had a third one that was, was it kayak camping? Might have been. I, I don't like remember. Both, I haven't listened maybe, to it in a while. Yeah. Anyway, so that's close enough. So if those are my goals, I got one out of three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, well, I don't... if <laughs> if we combine us, <laughs> we got two out of three because I went to the pooter. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, uh, and I, that was not on my list, even remotely, and it just like fell into my lap. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, no, I um I had a super busy, and in, in a good way, but a super busy yeah. uh, summer, just yeah. from start to finish. Um, yeah. But it did not leave me with the time to go private boating like I had originally planned. Yep. That's okay. Such is life. Yep. I was still in the water a bunch. Um, yeah. Not a ton of swift water rescue. Super fun. Um, yeah. Oh, wait. I'm going to interrupt you because I really yeah. want you to tell the story of your sticker. Okay. Um, so the story of the sticker is the sticker is a picture of a group, just kind of a diagram of, of a group of uh, people doing a, a wedge wade. <laughs> um I'm laughing because he's simple little me diagram. Yep, sorry, folks, that you can't see it or, over the podcast. <laughs> um, but it's a group of folks. They're doing a wedge wave. There's some cool water underneath, and at the top it says "Master Waiters." <laughs> and I was involved. I taught this uh, group of swift water, the swift water class, to a group. They were all friends. They came to me. Um, they wanted to work together as a group. And I love teaching to groups as a, I mean, I love teaching swift water, but I love teaching to groups that already know each other and are already yeah. friends because the energy level is higher. Sometimes yeah. there's less awkwardness kind of forgetting to 
get everyone to gel and, and yeah. work together. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, these, these guys, there's maybe a group of, I don't know, eight, I think if I remember correctly. And uh, they were the most fun, high energy and hilarious yeah. group of folks I think I've worked with and they go boating together all the time. And um, man, it was just a riot. And so uh, we were doing um, waiting practice and, you know, very quickly it became the master waiters because uh, yep, we were all out there quickly. master waiting. And, yep. um, you know, to this day, every time someone misses a throw bag toss, either I'll say it out loud or I'll think it to myself, <laughs> thoughts and prayers. Because <laughs> I don't know why yeah. <laughs> that just what happened every single time. And man, it just had me in stitches. And so yeah, anyway, with that remember, group, that's what happened, wasn't it? They would be yeah. like, thoughts and prayers as, they, prayers, as their throw brag missed the person. <laughs> exactly. And everybody would just laugh. It was hilarious. And um, yeah. thanks for helping yeah. me out with that, by the way, Ryan. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I've, I've remembered that class and I've, I've remarked on it to other people about how, how funny it was. And I totally randomly uh, a little bit ago got a letter in the mail from them and it was just a postmark from the master waiters with the sticker <laughs> and everything uh that they sent me oh that's awesome commemorating the event so that i cannot tell you how much joy that brought me this fall so yeah that's the story of the sticker yeah as, as alan mentioned i helped a little bit with that class and it was i really liked that group's uh system they all kind of if you if i remember correctly they just kind of decided to jump into whitewater they were like ah we're all gonna do this together and like do it right and they weren't like guides or anything or they were just a group of friends that like were going out and mm -hmm. chasing after a bunch of different cool adventures and i thought that was super cool yeah i that's how i remember it too and i totally totally agree and it was just it i mean apart from them just being you know fun nice people um which you know really i mean everyone who i've ended up ended up working with this summer was you know fun and nice it was it was a you know met a ton of great people um but it is it's just really neat to see a group that's just not trying to be egocentric not trying to be you know quote unquote um they're not trying to be guides they're just doing it for themselves just doing it for their own enjoyment yeah and um and yeah. and they kind of come together and and uh you know really want to do it right from the from the get-go and it's just it's a cool thing to see yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, uh, so that we kind of got way off topic from our goals uh, we had set in the spring, but that's okay. And I feel like we should take this opportunity <laughs> to introduce ourselves again, because it's been the last time we posted a podcast <clears throat> and tell the listeners out there, especially Oh boy, we've had a couple of listeners reach out to us too, like all excited about episodes after mm -hmm. as the summer was getting on. And then we fell off the radar. Um, as Alan mentioned, we both got super busy. He was super, very busy with his business, Canyon River Instruction, doing whitewater, you know, so whitewater. it's not like, it's not like we weren't kayaking um, until I wasn't, but <laughs> <laughs> uh but we both got really busy. My work amps up during the summer as well. And then after work, it's all about trying to get 
as much time on the water as possible. And Alan and I did, did end up kayaking together a fair amount, um, but we didn't, we weren't able to sit down and carve out that time for podcasts. So uh, I think we're, we're looking, I'll speak for myself, I guess, but I'm looking forward to putting out a whole lot more podcasts this summer, or this is winter, uh, this winter, <laughs> and kind of getting back into the groove. I've got, <clears throat> after after thinking about it all summer and not adding to our list of podcasts, I've got tons and tons of ideas, um, and I'm sure Alan does too. So we'll definitely be back on your radar. Um, and yeah, the kayak nerds will be will be posting up again here. So thanks for being patient, and we're back at it. Absolutely, good to good yeah. to be back in the seat. Yeah, yeah. Um, that counts as an intro. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, that'll work. Uh, and yeah, so you didn't get to the Escalante. How did, uh, going back to talking about our goals that we had for the summer, mm -hmm. uh, you said you got one of them. Which one was the one you got? Was that the kind of sessioning and improving your skills one? Well, while I feel like I was always trying to do that in the back of my mind, um, I'm, I, I was I was never able to uh, carve the, carve out the time. This is sounding really lame, but I was never able to carve out the time to get up to uh, Gore or even on um, Bailey or, or anything like that. And so that's kind of what I had in mind. Some of those rapids like Gore Rapid are really fun to walk back up and, and run a couple of yeah, times. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Needless to say, didn't happen, unfortunately. Can always look forward to next year. But what I did do this year uh, I did quite a bit of kayak camping, which I was very happy about. Yeah, uh, you were with yes. me for one of those. Did that uh -huh. that uh, three day trip on the Chama Chama River down in New Mexico. Two of those, please. Well, and Browns Canyon as well. That counts. Yeah, heck yeah, <laughs> heck yeah. Um, yeah, so we got Browns, uh, which is just one night, and then uh, we yep. uh, did the two nights in uh, down in New Mexico, and then I got on a six day uh self-support trip on cataract that sounds so good which was great just out of living out of my kayak yeah. the whole time we put in at mineral bottom on the green and um ran the green through the confluence with colorado and then it's the colorado down through cataract canyon uh to um north wash the takeout yeah. that we used that's so cool it was great so uh three trips then total I suppose I might've had another early season uh, Browns solo one night in there. I think you might've. Yeah, I think I did. But um, no, I mean, for me, what I'm, what I'm thinking of, of, you know, kayak camping, it's kind of those multi-day um, getting out of the Valley uh, being somewhere. Sure. That's not my home river. Um, sure. Totally. Well, the time we did Browns was my first time kayak camping and it, it felt like something to me, so I'm counting yeah. it. <laughs> um, and yeah, getting out the XP10 or I don't even know what boat I have anymore. Um, but getting out the, <laughs> it's been so long, but getting out the kayak camping boat and like really getting that figured out, how to pack it. Alan made me a poop tube. I know there's lots of different ways to oh. do that. I have a key yeah. for you also. A little oh, plastic yeah. wrench to help open it. 
Sweet. Yeah, it was brand new, so it opened pretty easy, but uh, sounds like those can be kind of difficult to open if you don't, if they uh, start getting older. So anyway, yeah, I learned a ton about kayak camping, how to pack my boat, what to bring. Um, the trip we did on the trauma was kind of like a pre-test trip for CRI. So we went down and kind of checked out where the good campsites were, looked at what days like how long where where you should stop each night uh and then the big part was thinking about what sort of stuff we would need to bring for clients for CRI and I learned a lot from that because it was my second camping river trip and I've done a fair amount of camping before but it's a whole different whole different sport so thinking about that and getting all my gear lined up and figured out for that was really cool um, it's been long enough now that I kind of forget <laughs> what was, what was the takeaways from that. But, um, <clears throat> I remember I wasn't super prepared for food, which could have been a lot easier. Uh, mm-hmm. and I wasn't super prepared. I was really unprepared for water. Um, because the only place we had to get water on the Chama was out of the river and it is closer to mud than river. <laughs> Can be. Um, Yeah. Or it was at the time that we did it. So I learned a lot about that. Um, what What is that? It's like a, it's a bucket, but it's a foldable bucket that you mm-hmm. kind of let the water sit in. And then you also had some sort of uh, something that like coagulated all the sediment and dropped it to the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's company called seal line i could have the name wrong uh but it's basically just a a rubber collapsible bucket um that's maybe a six liter six liter volume bucket um you know collapses down rolls up goes away you can shove it in the back of the boat but when there's water in it it fills out the bucket and so it's freestanding and uh so you yeah you let the water settle in that and then there's a a, uh, a an additive um, called alum, which is a, mm-hmm. a type of salt, basically. And you sprinkle huh. a little bit of this alum on top of the water and stir it up. And then what it does is it basically chemically bonds with the particulates in the water, it makes them yeah. heavier and clumped together. And that sinks, sinks the silt and everything out of the water column. And so then you have that clear water on top and you can pour that off into your, um, your, your filter system, or just, if you have a pump type filter system, you filter right off the top of that. Um, and it works pretty well. Do what? Which makes it, which makes it really a lot easier to filter because you're not filtering all that sediment out instead. And I've dealt with backpacking pumps where you're filtering all the sediment out and they get clogged in about three seconds so no yeah no you you you'd go through a a filter cartridge in a you know a day or two on on those rivers right yeah Um, but lesson learned for me on that on that note is i actually took two different water filter systems um i had my smaller kind of solo style uh pump little msr water pump um, yeah. and then I brought a gravity filter bag, which is one of the ones where you fill up the bag and it's got the filter in it and it just filters through and, uh, drains into a urinal gene or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. 
and I hadn't tested that one for a while. And for some reason, the filter was no good anymore. And so we got out there it's on like the gummed chama. Up. It had gummed up or something. And so we got out there on the chama and I'm trying to do everybody's water and there's just no water coming through my gravity bag <laughs> yeah. filter. So I had to do everybody's yeah. water bottles with my little hand pump um, in the morning. I never which, thanked you for that because I don't, I don't think don't. I ever touched a water pump. <laughs> well, technically I was, was fantastic. Team, so I'm happy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I look, and I say, yeah. and I learned, and I learned a yeah. lesson, you know, that was a piece of gear that I should have tested. And uh, if I had been there, yeah. um, you know, it, it, with folks who are, uh, maybe this really was their first time camping or are uh, a larger group, you know, that, that could have turned into a problem. So, you know, less yeah. learned there. Yeah. Or paying yeah. for the experience or, or paying more for the experience or what have right. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but that was a super fun trip. I really enjoyed the Chama. It was, it was a really good overnighter. Um, mm-hmm. Beautiful scenery. The water is not crazy, but definitely learnable um, mm-hmm. is the way I'm going to put it like two class two plus with some spots where you can like really kind of figure out how to look at water and really up your comfort level. And, um, it seemed like a really good spot to float and kind of enjoy yourself. And we had a great time. I had, we had a really good time. So hey, yeah, I thought so too. That was an awesome, awesome trip. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was very happy to do cross that off the list heck or, yeah well, put a little check mark next to it check mark it on it yeah, yeah don't cross it off because you want to come no back it's to not it. crossed off <laughs> yeah uh so since you mentioned cri in relation to the chama what what uh ryan is getting at there is we uh next year we're going to be offering some trips and ryan you're going to be there right there with me doing it i hope um yep. to uh give folks the experience of doing that kind of self-support river trip. It's a great intro river for that. Um, you know, I think uh, folks with pack rafts, even uh, duckies, if you have a larger ducky that can carry some gear or, uh, or a katana type river tripping type kayak, um, you know, we can help you dial in what gear to take, how to pack it, how to think through the food logistics, and um, then go spend a really, a really fun couple of days on the river. So that's the goal. Yeah. And I, uh, I learned a, I learned a lot from Alan in the, it's, it was a, it was a two night trip, three day, three days, two nights. Yep. And like, I can, like, I went, <laughs> my major is outdoor recreation. Like we went backpacking in college for class. Um, and I learned a lot from Alan about what, um, I mean, river trips are more specific but he had a lot of good ideas for food for water for uh bringing just like having the right gear on the river and it made a a really big difference um yeah it was it was a really good time and really good learning experience well you brought the bigger tarp which packed down to the same size as my smaller tarp so that was yeah a huge win Cause it did rain on us a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we spent <laughs> hours putting up the tarp. <laughs> so it didn't rain. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Put um, up the tarp in the rain. So it stops and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, as far as kayak camping goes, that was, I mean, besides, uh, Alan did, Alan and I did Browns. We did the Chama. We did, 
or Alan did, um, what was your other trip called there? The six day one? Cataract. Cataract. That sounds really cool. And I'm mm-hmm. super jealous. It was fun. Um, it was basically, it's a hundred mile trip. Yeah. And it's basically 80 miles of absolute flat water. Gorgeous, yep. but absolute yep. flat water. Punctuated by about 20 miles of rapids. Yeah. That are just all jammed up in there together. And yeah. we did maybe four or five scouts. And you, yeah. we, we timed it so we could get in and camp kind of right after the first scout. But then the next day was... It was taxing because you're in a big, heavy boat. You're doing all these scouts. The water was yeah. low, so there were a lot of rocks. And yeah, it was great. It was like a little mini, mini Grand Canyon trip. Yeah, that's so cool. That's cool. so cool. Um, <clears throat> and you said some of them were like, some of the rapids were pretty tricky. But you also mentioned that might be because it was lower water and you went later in the season. You just, you didn't, you really just kind of got back from that. That wasn't two or three weeks ago was it yeah it wasn't that long ago um it was just a few weeks ago now early october or something yep um we let's see yeah it was it was relatively low so cataract was running like four and a half thousand um and which is kind of low for in there so i think it made a lot of what we were doing particularly with the bigger heavier boats in the in the rapids um actually a little bit more challenging I've heard that the sweet spot is like seven to nine thousand, where it kind CFSs. of eases. Yep, exactly. Where it where it even uh, eases up and and opens up a little bit. Um, so we were kind of dealing with with some of that that type of dynamic, but uh, um, it was great. It was fun. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I'd love to get down there someday. I'm sure we will. Yep, we will. It, I mean, now that you now that I've seen it, I'm like, oh. It's actually yeah. easy and you know all that stuff was, yeah. once you see it you're like oh that logistics are easier than i thought and we can yeah. go and do oh, it yeah. again how was the uh let's talk about permitting for all three of those trips actually mm-hmm. really briefly um browns i know this one uh no <laughs> permits required <laughs> not right now unless unless you're a commercial trip mm-hmm. uh, which we are not uh the chama permits are required uh yep. but could you explain a little further on that? Because I don't really know. You had yours, and I'm not sure. Sure. So the easy answer for the Chama is that CRI has a Chama permit, and so we have a handful of launch windows on various weekends, which mm-hmm. is what the trip that you and I went on right. was utilizing. Yep. Um, if you're a if you're not a commercial outfitter with a with a Chama permit, um, it is still permitted you uh, have basically just like everything else nowadays, you have to go through the rec.gov website Mm -hmm. and kind of like the same as the grand Canyon application. No. Well, the grand is different. The grand is its own uh, grand Canyon (laughs) river permit lottery. Right. That's that's a little bit different. Yeah. Um, But pretty much everything else goes through rec.gov. And, um, Mm -hmm. but you, uh, let me see. I've actually never put in for a, a private permit for the Chama because I've always been yeah. with somebody else or had my own. Um, right. But you you put in early season and then there is a a lottery permit, uh, a lottery right. system for it as well. And so you basically it's just win the, it's a drawing. You win the lottery or you don't. Yeah. Um, yep. And uh, for the Chama, sometimes you can pick up 
uh, permits that are not utilized at the last minute. So if you can go, yeah. you can go at the last minute, that's usually a good way to go. Um, yeah. And then late later in the season too, they, they get a, a quite a bit easier to, uh, to, to right. get. Um, and then the same is true for, uh, for cataract. It's, yeah. it's actually quite a bit harder to get a cataract permit. Um, mm-hmm. We were going cause it was late in the season. So we could basically just, uh, you can get an after season right. quote unquote after season permit, which are a lot mm-hmm. easier to pick up. Right. And it's basically just looking at the calendar, seeing what dates are open and available and snagging it and then just paying a nominal small fee for your permit. Yeah. Uh, was that level that you did cataract? Was it raftable? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. sure. Oh yeah. No, we saw yeah. rafts out there too. The only issue is okay. that the water is so flat. Oh, so you're just pushing and pushing. I've, I'd never thought I would say this in my life. But <laughs> you're, and I don't say this about the grand. I do not think this about the yeah. grand, but um, if you're in a raft, you, you'd want a motor. You'd want to, oh, yeah. you'd want to kind of put your crew, your group of rafts together, strap them together, make a barge and just motor yeah. through some flats. Wow. Yeah. Just like get through it. Yep. Yep. Huh. Cause we were in, cause we were in kayaks and we were making maybe between, 16 and like 24 25 miles a day yeah um and that was significant effort head down just you know cranking through it paddling forward trying to make time yep something i learned on the chama which uh would really translate to cataract it sounds like is that a skeg Uh is a godsend (laughs) oh yes (laughs) Um, without a skeg, you know how whitewater kayaks are. All they want to do is turn and mm-hmm. putting the skeg down. You can do that. You can put your head down and just motor, but without the skeg, you're struggling. So, yep. Yeah. I, I definitely learned about, I under, finally understood why that was in a part of the boat. Yep. Yeah. Cause it doesn't it was, really come into play on Brown's Canyon. Cause it's, no, there's too much white water there, but uh, no, like the yeah. Chalmon cataract oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, you want it. Like you can, you can go without it. My, like my poor girlfriend did. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess uh, your daughter did it as well, but uh-huh. it, it definitely makes it harder. Yep. 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 And, and the Chama, just to say the Chama moves that water, you know, when you're between rapids, it kind of moves along at kind of a yeah steady walking pace. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty darn slow, but it moves. It moves, but um, not always true for uh, Western rivers. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But. Well, cool. Yeah. That was, I don't, I forget if that was on our list or not, but we had, I think I'm pretty sure it was. And I'm really glad I got out and did some kayak camping. It was super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, while I was on my bike ride, I was thinking it'd be really cool to do like a, aspen ridge bike pack to uh self-support and i could basically just paddle home <laughs> i don't know i might have to get a pack raft to do it um <laughs> but it, it'd be a cool experience that would be cool so, like yeah. paddle up to or bike up the to the top of browns or even further than that probably top of the milk run or something and then <laughs> yeah so. dude you should do it yeah, I'm 
I'm trying to think. I just backyard adventures. I could leave from my house and return to it without ever touching a gas pedal. No, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's the way to go. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was that Gore and Bailey were also. It was like the very first thing I said in our our goals podcast. It was like I want to do Gore. I never got there. <laughs> I never got to Bailey. Um, I ended up buying a house during Gore and Bailey season, and that took up two months of my time. Um, two months of time that I didn't paddle even, which is longer not paddling in the last like two or three years than I've that I've gone. Mm-hmm. Um, we meet you and I pretty much paddle through December on a good year. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe less often during the fall, but we definitely paddle. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if the river is not literally iced over, yeah, I'm good it's to paddleable. go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, two months is two months is a long time, and then uh, pretty much January through March, I spend at roll sessions at the slide of pool, and I know we have a few locals that listen to us. So I'm just gonna plug it. Come to yeah, roll sessions. No, I was just gonna say, tell us about it. Um, Tuesday nights, we're not sure on the times yet, but they start the first Tuesday in January, probably seven, it's like seven forty-five to nine fifteen. It's pretty late, but that's the time we can get over there. Uh, and then Wednesday nights are probably going to be kayak polo and I love kayak polo and we'll see what COVID does to, uh, kind of that situation, but yeah. We're hoping that it will come back this year. So, uh, and I've got some plans for that. I'm hoping to run the pool lengthwise instead of widthwise. Mm, so we'd have like court. twice as long. Yep. Yep. Full court instead of half court, but half court's been working good. And I'd be, be stoked to get back to polo. It's a great way to like keep your, just be in a boat and like remember how to do that when spring comes around. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, maybe, I bet one of my other goals was to learn how to uh, bow stall. And I did not get that this summer. That did not happen. But I did get a lot closer. And I am looking forward to roll sessions so that mm-hmm. I might start working on that again. Because well, we were working happen. on it in the park. Oh, yeah. Yep. And remind me again, I know you changed boats. What, what playboat are you in now? I am now in... <laughs> after what yesterday's announcement a couple days ago the rockstar v or sorry i guess five is the way you say that um <laughs> <laughs> uh the rockstar five is out and i think i have i have a rockstar three i had a oh man i had a project x 64 and i guess the beginning last summer i bought a rockstar mm-hmm. it's it's the the difference is annoying it's much better so um uh, but anyway yeah ended up with the rock star working on bow stalls was feeling like i was getting there at the end of kind of the high water play park season so looking forward to pool sessions this this winter awesome yeah yeah um and then on your list you had the pooter and the escalante we already uh-huh. you and i talked about the escalante this week and we didn't get to it, but <clears throat> we still would like to get to it. So next spring, we're that's on our list. Um, Here's the hoping. The, yeah. As for the pooter, in I think it was late May, 
I or early June or something. Mm-hmm. I think it was late May. I went to Pooh Fest. Maybe not the greatest name ever invented, but it was a great time. I did the <laughs> I did I did the race. It was a class four uh high water on the pooter took me an hour and four minutes to finish the race so it's it's a chunk of white water it's a it's a fairly long section but there's that's a long race it's a very long race long race uh and it was my first race and there's a rapid right at the end oh boy i'm not gonna remember the name of it it's like accelerator or something i forget um but I thought I was a pretty good paddler, but it turns out after about 50 minutes of paddling it as hard as you can, paddling a class four, like <laughs> must make moves rapid. I flipped over three times. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but between like the pooter, um, Fort Collins, the drive wasn't that bad. Uh, uh, Poo Fest itself, terrible name, but great event. They, they had a, they had a, not an auction, but a uh, what do you call it when you give raf- a raffle? Oh, um, wow. <laughs> and uh, we ended up winning uh, like a hundred dollars. It was a great event. We had a fantastic time. The river was good. They had good kayakers there. They had professional timing. It was. We had a blast. Um, the camping was really good. So that's on. That's on my list for next year, actually. Sweet. Just I don't know if I'll race again because there's no point in getting 17th out of 23. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a good time. I would go back. So we uh, like like I was saying earlier, Alan and I, between us, we checked two things off of his goals <laughs> list. <laughs> well, yeah. Thanks for getting one of mine. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. <laughs> um and then i just i wanted to talk i don't know how long do you have Uh, i can go as long as you want sweet um i kind of wanted to talk about the things that weren't on our lists that did end up happening that we felt good about and i've got a long list that i pre-wrote but i don't know if you've got one i i didn't pre-write anything so um what's on your mind (laughs) (laughs) um one of the things that I'm really stoked about that ended up going really well that was kind of scary was running Pine Creek over 1300. It was like 1330 or something. Something like that. Yep. And it's just a freight train of water. Um, and for, for we probably, I'm sure we've talked about Pine Creek before, but it's kind of a class four plus five rapid on the Arkansas um, <clears throat> above the numbers. And, I at 1300 it's pretty pretty munchy there's not quite as many consequences if you get higher into the teens but it's still a still a fun rapid and I was pretty stoked to put that one under my belt this year heck yeah heck yeah man that was a good one I've got a great series of photos of you charging in and (laughs) that's it (laughs) you charged in and coming out (laughs) upright (laughs) He came out nope, upright. Nope, I did not after come out up upright. <laughs> yeah, after I rolled up. Whatever. Um, it's not about how you did it. It's that I made it through. <laughs> no, totally. No, you rolled up in the yeah. hole, came right out. It was great. 
Yeah. yeah. Just as I a, did go into the hole sideways, which is not ideal. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but there is a photo. Yes. Yeah. There is <laughs> evidence of like the boat fitting perfectly into the slot. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah. But that was really cool. I was ha- super happy to get that one under my belt. Um, and then I had on my list the Browns overnight. That was super cool. The child self-support. That was really awesome. Um, I did teach my first sweep role. Uh, mm-hmm. And I did learn. I did get my kayak instructor certification at the beginning of the summer, which was mm-hmm. one of my goals. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get to teach maybe quite as much as I'd like. <clears throat> but I did get to help you with a couple Mm-hmm. uh swift water courses and then i had a friend who was interested in learning to roll at the end of the summer and i taught him how to sweep roll which is impressive because should i say it no i'm not gonna say it um i'm not the best at sweep rolling i'm not gonna say i don't know how but i'm definitely not like an expert um and i taught him to be i taught him in the hour that you're allotted to teach somebody how to roll which was pretty cool. Awesome. It's a good feeling, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a really good feeling. Um, and I'm so used to the C to C that it was like, I had to kind of think through it and figure it out, but he's doing great. sweep roll, even if I can't. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. you know, it's nice to have both um, in your hip it pocket is. as an instructor, right? Cause people, yeah. and I've definitely found that, that people um, will kind of naturally gravitate towards one or the other. Oh yeah. And, and you just need to not be shy about being like, Oh, you know what? I see you're doing a, a natural sweep roll. Let's kind of shift yep. gears and focus on that. And yep. Oh, that's you want to do it exciting. like this. We will adjust to that. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So, so that was really cool. And then uh, <clears throat> the only other thing I had there on my list was that uh, I did improve my loop quite a bit. Um uh, mm-hmm. I felt better, more comfortable cartwheeling. I spent a good amount of time in the play park um, and just had a, I just had a really good time down there. So it was good this year. Yeah. Um, I saw, I was, I, I got to join you a few times. I saw a lot of good carpwheeling. Uh, so that was good. <laughs> hey. Uh, and I will say, I will say that I, I think you, um, you've improved a lot. And I think you're, uh, your hands loop so your no paddle loop is actually uh, better than your with paddle yeah. loop um yeah i, I find love doing yep i gotta get some hand paddles i meant to do that this year i'll probably buy some over the winter but yeah no i, I paddle okay. without my paddle and getting a getting a loop without your paddle is possibly the best feeling ever it feels it's so amazing that's awesome you just pop back into the hole and you're there's like nothing to it like i'm here oh yeah yeah it was that was that was a really good time yeah i had a good time surfing definitely like yeah so got better at whitewater didn't get on quite as much as i'd like but did a lot of numbers laps pine creeks had a good time heck yeah yeah um gosh let's see improvement uh for my summer uh i was really focused a lot on on instruction and uh teaching yeah. as I mentioned before um mm-hmm. but i did i did make a kind of complete a uh, a big um uh step oh yeah or an improvement for me which I, i'm i'm pretty excited about um i've been a uh, american canoe association swift water rescue instructor for a while 
mm-hmm. and I completed and I had a really good time doing it. Um, the process to uh, to get my credentials to be a swift water rescue instructor educator. It's called an IT. Yeah. And uh, so now I can I can uh, go out and make or in the future I hopefully will be if every all the paperwork lines up the way I think it will um, over the winter I uh, I'll be able to go out in the world and uh, create new baby swift water rescue instructors who are instructors yeah. of uh, in their own right um, which is, which is uh, really cool really fun and um, teaching a class from from that perspective from that side of it. Um, is I, I just find it really interesting and yep. getting to work with a, a group of people who are already already sufficiently versed in the subject yeah. that they're ready to become yeah. instructors themselves. Um, it just kind of makes for a totally different class dynamic and uh, kind of lets you, well, makes you take a deeper dive into a lot of the technical yep. aspects. And uh, uh, it's, just, it's a real fun time. So yeah, that's really cool. That's my new thing. I might end up taking that course with you because I might yeah. should probably be a swift water instructor someday. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's I mean, I was gonna say that's not directly related to whitewater. Um, but it really is directly related <laughs> to whitewater. I, I would wager <laughs> that it is, sir. Yeah, <laughs> like very closely tied to it. Um cool, that's awesome, man um yeah what, did you have anything else that was i mean we ended up i think you and i ended up getting out of fairmount um mm-hmm. boating and you i'm sure you did lots of stuff as well so we mm-hmm. got out and enjoyed the river while it was up yep uh i'll say it was a i thought it was a pretty good summer you know we uh i i didn't given our snowpack last winter mm-hmm I didn't have a whole lot of um, high expectations for yeah. for it, but uh, yeah, in terms of what the flow in the Arkansas was going to do, but we got some good spring rain and, and some other uh, factors helped us out. And I thought we actually had a pretty decent year all in all. So it was good to yeah. see. And, and uh, even, even though most of my private voting was uh, just, you know, whenever I could sneak up to the numbers for an afternoon or after work or something. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good summer. I'm uh, already doing my snow dance so that we can have a good summer next summer. That's the plan. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of a recap of our summer and um there's some things i'd like to get onto next summer i'm already dreaming about it but mm-hmm. uh going forward for this this winter next summer i think what do you got going on what do uh i've got some ideas for podcasts that we're gonna come out with i'm you're dragging you into it whether you want to or not but uh <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you got Oh, I think I'm going to keep it under wraps for now. I've got some ideas for some, uh, some episodes with you and, uh, some other guests that we can start bringing in again. And, um, I think, uh, yeah, I think we're going to discuss and, uh, line up some, some pretty cool, uh, 
some pretty cool shows for everybody to kind of keep everyone thinking about the river uh, here in Colorado. Uh, thinking yeah. about the river during the winter here in Colorado. Yep. And um, we'll go from there. Yeah. I, uh, I do want to make that plug right now that if you want to chat with us about kayaking, we'd love to have you. I've got <clears throat> some people lined, well, not mm-hmm. lined up, but in my head that I'd like to talk to. So I'll be reaching out. But mm-hmm. if you're interested, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and I do want, I don't, I don't want to give away all my ideas, but I do want to say that we are going to come out with an episode. And I don't know if Alan, I guess Alan doesn't know this yet. He just gave me a look. Um, but we are going to come out with an episode soon that explains what whitewater kayaking is. Um, I have Perfect. a fair number of friends that listen to the uh, listen to the podcast that have no idea uh, what we're talking about. They just listen because they're nice people. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to go through and kind <clears> of <throat> explain the terminology uh talk about the class system talk about the different types of boats and kind of do like a basics of whitewater kayaking um i don't know if we'll dive into rafts and all that stuff that's a whole nother rabbit hole but yeah kind of the basics of whitewater and i'm really looking forward to that episode um honestly i've been thinking we might save it for next summer next spring but that's coming that'll come down the pipes and i'm sure we'll have lots of other good episodes coming up as well yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll confess uh, that was the first time I've heard of that one, but you instantly <laughs> got me excited about it. So, um, oh, yeah. we can we can dive in. Oh yeah, no, that one's gonna be really good. Just I can like when somebody asks me like, "What do you do?" I can send them that one, <laughs> um, and they'll be like, "What's a boof?" Um, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, check out this link. Click here. So yeah, that's the plan. We got lots of good stuff coming. Uh, just because it's ski season does not, well, it's not ski season yet, but because we're getting towards ski season doesn't mean mm-hmm. we'll stop thinking about kayaks that literally, literally I've been watching a lot of parks and rec never goes away. Um, so yeah, more kayak stuff is coming down the pipes. Absolutely. And just to say, I, uh, had a pair of skis and I had a sticker on the tips of my skis that said, keep kayaking. Yeah. So I just want to put oh, that yeah. image in everybody's head. As we're going into season. Oh, yeah. Yep. Keep kayaking. Keep Looking kayaking. at you, Nick Blake. Get off your bike. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh. Well, what else we got? I feel like that's kind of where we are. That's kind of it. I guess I'll... Cool. I'll take it, I'll take it out from here, I suppose. Okay. Uh, once again... I'm, I'm Alan, and I uh, live here in Salida, Colorado, and I'm an owner and operator of Canyon River Instruction. We love getting folks on the river and uh, getting people comfortable and safe uh, in a river environment, and i um, fortunate enough to be able to pursue my passion uh, here on the banks of the Arkansas. And yeah. Ryan, who are you again? I know we chat a lot, but I don't even know who I, you are. <laughs> I'm pretty much nobody. I'm Alan's accomplice. I, uh, I love whitewater kayaking. I'm getting into it and just, uh, trying, I'm an instructor now, so trying to help people learn how to kayak. And also you can find me on Instagram as at digital cowboy. And yeah, that's, that's 
most of it. All right. Thanks a bunch. Thanks for uh, pulling it together today. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. And it's an adolescent fantasy, and we really ought to lose.